We are back. Season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Tyler, and along with me are two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change throughout episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all the breweries and beers we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we are pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at craftbeerconsoers. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. And I'm Brent. And along with us today is producer Todd. Todd. Todd, there he is. Hi, Toddy. All of us point at him until yes. he gets miserable. Yeah. <laughs> and he's miserable now. Not a go. big fan of pointing, I don't think. No. Not, but, not being pointed at, at least. Well, by three people aggressively. I, I don't I don't really blame <laughs> no, him. No, like hostile environment. He's like, I'm new here. <laughs> yeah, please accept me. <laughs> well, in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Rorschach Brewing out of Toronto, Ontario. Yes, and now I figured out how to say it. Rorschach. Good job. And I'm super excited for this one. I am. I mean, we're what season four? Yes, feels like season thirty, but season four. And I think from the very beginning, this was one of the breweries that I was hoping to get on. Yes, we've done well, right? We have done well. And we're gonna have two of their beers today. The first is Truth Serum, which is a double dry hopped IPA, and the second is a watermelon candy sour version of Jolly Beans. Very nice. Um, Interesting that we're starting out with Truth Serum because that could dictate the rest of the episode. Uh, Yeah. Could be good and could be bad. Um, And we're going to finish off today's episode. We're going to take a little little bit of a deep dive into our minds and uh, look at some ink blots. Okay, we're back. Boys, open up your minds and later on your mouths. Uh, I'm not really good at opening up my mind. <laughs> it's not really good for me. <laughs> well, there you go. But one thing I will tell you is the location of Rorschach, and that is 1001 Eastern Ave. I like that. It's easy to remember. Yeah. Mm. In between uh, the Leslieville and Peaches district of Tarana. Yes. Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto, if you're an American sports yes. announcer. Yeah, very, very <laughs> explicit with every syllable. Um, yeah, so they actually started producing beer, and they opened in 2017. The name Rorschach comes from Rorschach Tests, uh, created by the Swiss psychologist. We'll talk a little bit about Herman Rorschach a little bit later on, um, but he created it in about 1921. Really expanded throughout his whole life, uh, the whole ink blot thing, but we'll, again, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, so yeah, this test is actually uh, a way to provide data, albeit subjective, about cognition and personality variables. Um, again, we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later on. I'm a little bit uh, afraid for that now. Oh yeah, you should be. You, <laughs> is, it be is it because I'm on the podcast? No. <laughs> no, I, we're just going to be very vulnerable and put ourselves out there and, and let people see how our minds work. We've been doing that for about three and a half years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not really. It's just in a different context. Yes, different light. Yes, and, I get you. and anybody that has some kind of degree in psychology, they might be able to see a little bit more than they want to. But yeah. I mean, that's how the sausage is made, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, the brewery itself was founded by Matthew Reiner, 
Chris Ristevsky, and Mohan Pandit, who all met when studying mechanical engineering at the University of Toronto. And while they were studying, they found that um, there used to be a course that was about beer making and fermentation, but for whatever reason, it had stopped before they studied there. Hmm. Maybe the students were getting too drunk. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they said, Maybe they you know weren't what? fermenting, they were fermenting more things than beer. I don't know. Well, that's that's possible. I think yeah. they just handed it all over to Niagara. They're like, you know yeah. what? <laughs> Niagara can deal with this mess. <laughs> Send it down the QEW. Yeah, we're done with it. So they thought, hey, this would be a good idea to set up shop in Matt's basement. Uh, and then they decided to study the magic behind the fermentation themselves. And I think they've done a pretty good job so far. I would say, agree. right? Yeah, I mean, basement to brewery is always a success story. Right. For, so in terms of that, uh, the beers that are created by Rorschach are fun experiments and kind of push the boundaries of what can be considered beer. But at the end of the day, the beer needs to be drinkable. And so they place a large emphasis on producing beer that is both flavorful and drinkable. We, we like those exactly. two things. Yes. Now, they do have uh, some more experimental beers as well. Sure. That they place a large emphasis on the subjectivity of flavor and understanding the uniqueness of each individual's palate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this allows for beer lovers, like ourselves, alike, to give their own unique perspective on a beer. And you're going to get a few of those today. Yeah. Perspectives. Yes. And beers. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing, right? Is like some of the beers that they've done, um, I think all of us might have tasted it a little bit differently, but might have came to the same rating. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, that's that's, a, fair. that's the thing is it's it they, they can be very unique and oh, it's so damn delicious. <laughs> yeah, I've had some pretty good beers. Yeah, I know they're I know. definitely one of my favorite breweries. Uh, they've had a lot of really good beers that I've had, and we'll we'll get to get to that. But there's also I've had some of those experimental ones that they've done, and and some of them didn't necessarily fit my palate. Sure, so, there could wh- be some is, hits and misses. Yeah, and and that's the whole point, right? Is like. You know, going with the Rorschach test, like everyone's going to try something and everyone's going to see something a little bit different. That's the subjectivity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. So the brewery, and I I think kind of their brand, right, is very tied into community. Um, And we've seen this before with a lot of other breweries, but they really put a, a strong emphasis on the community and giving back to the community. So, Brett, you were just talking, obviously, about the uniqueness of the beers and the main thing is it has to be drinkable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like their understanding of, of their community um, is is very strong. Yes. Uh, they yes. know what they, they like, so they kind of brew beers towards that. But they want to make sure that everybody has a space. Um, they've done a lot of different collaborations. They have. <laughs> they've looked at cafes. There's been bakeries, bars, restaurants, um, authors. Maybe some psychologists. We don't know. But I can tell you one that is noted up here, influencers. Oh. And sometimes we don't call ourselves influencers, but people might refer to us as influencers. They might. Perhaps the craft beer connoisseurs could get in on this. Yeah. I mean, we're we're not going to not try. I think think we have to. I think there's a, a line that needs to be added there. You know, as you said, bars, restaurants, authors. Didn't see anything about podcasts. That's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, Need we, to add that in there. I so, think we got to do it. So yes. we'll, we'll keep bugging them a little bit on that one. Yes. You know, picking their brain, if you will. I see what you did there. Mm. Thank you. Thank you yes. so much. Thank you. Uh, but let's talk about the brewery space itself. Sure. Okay. So at the front of it, it literally looks like an, an old house. Seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, I believe you. Yeah. Because uh, I've been the only one who's been there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, once you get inside and make your way kind of, we'll say, through the living room, 
into like the, <laughs> the into, into the kitchen, you know, where the beer's made. Yeah. And there's a lot of seating in the kitchen. Um, it's actually quite a nice space. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, it's got that wood again, as I like to say the rustic wood. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, and you get to walk. This is just a side. Oh, note. you get a walk? Yes. Oh, wow. But to go to the washroom, you have to walk through the kegs of beer. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay. You gotta walk through all that. So it's an experience. It definitely is an experience to go to the washroom there. Indeed. Now one thing you said I, I have to correct. Oh, maybe. Um, you said you were the only one that's been there. Yeah, I, yeah. I did but, catch that. But too. look who's pointing back at you. Uh, if it ain't producer Todd. <laughs> yes, yes. With the finger wave too. It's amazing. I was trying to avoid the, uh, the, the finger pointing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when when you point one finger, there's four pointing back at you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently they've been yes, there too. Yes, producer Todd has been there, but you are right. Chris and I have not been. Have not been we, there. We hope to change that i i think if we're doing a collab then we simply must yes it would be hard to do a collab without being there and the great thing about rorschach is it's in an area where there's a lot of different breweries around there like yes left fields there black lab uh radical road eastbound like there's a whole bunch of breweries just in a really small area that you can hit up really easily yeah we like them. Yeah, we um, do. Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the beers that they've created then? Just uh, throw us some numbers here. Yeah, so 339 different beers, which is a, a pretty good amount on Untapped. Um, average rating of 3.85 out of 5, which I think is actually really good because they take chances with these experimental beers, which yeah. are not always going to get the good ratings. And to keep your average after 81,000 check-ins... Pretty Close good. to four, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. And so. I think when we talk about the diversity of beers, and we'll we'll probably kind of get to that, I guess, when we say what we like, but um, the diversity of beers, I think, caters really well to having a higher average because yes. you will get individuals who like sours. You will get individuals who like the IPAs, dry hopped or otherwise, right? Like, So it is nice that they do, again, cater yeah. to their community. And, and they're making everything. Right, it's not like just yeah. IPAs and sours. Like they're making pilsners, lagers, literally yeah. everything because they want to bring in somebody's going to try a little bit of everything. Right, and we know they make a little bit of everything because when we said that we we're going to be doing this episode, we received a little bit of everything. That's yes, we did. we did. Which is which is great. So we, not only did we get the beers for today's episode, but we did get additional beers, um, a few samples. Yes. Yeah, which I mean. I have here, and you guys will be leaving here, but you might not be leaving here with any. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. We'll That's the only that. reason I came. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I saw a couple I liked yeah, already. That's so that's true. They, I might tell you that they actually didn't come. You know, Fair. I should have just Even said. Even though you sent a picture of them already coming. I know. Yeah. I should have just, I should have just sent the picture of only the podcast beers <laughs> and told you nothing else. You should. That, uh, that's your own fault. That would have been slimy. But we should really talk about the beers that we've had already. Okay. Which is not including the ones that we may have soon enough. Sure. Um, so I've had 26 and my highest rated one is a five. Yep. Uh-oh, yeah. what a shock. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> which was, and I've talked about this beer earlier, it was uh, the Bougie, which was a smoothie sour stout. I did have the last um, one of it on tap, and it was definitely well well worth it. Let's just say that. Was that on the uh, the untapped year in review yes. episode? Yes. yes. Okay. One, of the, one of the fives that I had. Yes. yes. One, of, one, of, one the of the many, many, <laughs> many fives yes. that, this, okay. that this guy had. Yeah. Um, all right, so I've had 22 of them. Um, I think... 
again, this is this doesn't surprise anybody, right? Uh, 4.75 is the, the Hersey, Hersey, Hersey. Why would you guys? I, I was thinking hearsay, but there's yeah. no A in there. No, there isn't. Hey, that's what's yeah. said. Yeah. Hersey. Uh, passion fruit, pineapple, smoothie, sour. I love this line. I, um, I love all of the smoothie sours that you, they have. Yes. Like I could, I could spend a week just drinking those straight. Well, I have had 14, uh, so not as much as you guys. My highest is at 4.5, which is reverse psychology, which was a hazy IPA. Um, now, I think uh, I've, I've had some of their sour IPAs, their hedonism series, and those are, are really good. They do a really good job yes. with those, uh, those sour IPAs. Um, but Todd, he's had 58. He, probably had, he must have had a lot of them when he went there. He must have. And I know he's did a couple orders from them before too. Yes. But Tree might have got a couple. I think we've all. Kind of, kind of I think we've we've, yeah. we've done an order together from so. from Rorschach. Sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> sounds familiar. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Yeah, we we checked my credit card. We might, yeah, yeah, I'm just going there. back right now just to see o- what we get. Over the years and years and years. Yeah. Uh, so he has a four way tie with uh, his highest rated from Rorschach at four seven five. So two of them were the sour IPAs that I mentioned, and other two were smoothie sours, yes. uh, which you mentioned, Tyler. So uh, food-wise, because, you know, I like to, I eat a little bit. Um, they're kind of known f- for their outside-of-the-box ideas in terms of mixtures of ingredients on their uh, thin-crust New York-style pizza. So um, they experiment with beer and pizza. Yes, and they're throwing, like, a little bit of everything in there. Like, think of something okay. that's probably shouldn't be on pizza, and it's probably been on one of their pizzas. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it. Yeah, I think actually there has been one of their pizzas on it. <laughs> but uh, also, I mean, getting their beer is very easy. So they have two oh, full... That's good. Yes, yes. I like it when beer's easy to get. Yes. It's fun that way. Uh, so they have two full-time listings in the LCBO, Truth Serum, which is obviously one of the ones we're having today, and the Hinduism, the passion fruit orange guava sour, mm. um, and do offer Ontario-wide delivery. So they do deliver to Toronto themselves. That's okay. nice of them. Yes. So before we jump in, there's two things I want to correct. Okay. One, hedonism. Yeah. And two, <laughs> this... As I was reading, I was like, this Hersey thing's not making sense to me. And it is a typo in the script. Okay. And that's why it didn't make sense to me. So I was going back and forth. I was like, no, I think it was supposed to be Hersey, H-E-R-E-S-Y, which makes more sense than what it is. And okay. it, and the correction is, is correct, because I, I looked it up as well, which... Again, a doctrine variants with established religious beliefs, especially uh, dissension from or denial of Roman Catholic dogma. Falls more in line with what they have, and that is what we have. And we're all pointing at Todd. (laughs) First time, last time, Toddy boy. (laughs) So as I'm looking at him, I'm like... I don't think that's right, and uh, I just wanted to clean up those two. So, Well, thank goodness he knows how to spell Todd. Anyway, <laughs> um, so obviously delivered to Toronto themselves, and they do ship beer through different providers. So delivery is free over $50 in Toronto, free over $100 in select areas of the GTA, and a $15 flat rate for Ontario-wide shipping. And of course, you know, if you want to be nice and kind of drive down there, uh, you know, take an Uber or whatever, they do offer in-store pickup uh, through their takeout window as well. Very that's good. pretty cool. Yeah. Very good. So their hours... Sunday through Tuesday, 12 to 9. Wednesday, Thursday, 12 to 10. Friday, Saturday, 12 to 11. Big fans of afternoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> afternoon and And being open seven days a week. That's true. That's true. Everyone loves day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> Everyone. Well, as always, we're going to link to their information on our social media. All right. And let's, uh, you know, let's go on to beer number one.
Okay, we're back, we're back, we're back. We are. First things first, we got to thank Nolan. Yeah, big thank you to Nolan. Huge thank you to Nolan for curating today's beers for today's episode. Um, and as previously mentioned, regrettably, uh, for myself, um, a lot of other beers. So thank you for that. Um, rock, paper, scissors for the, for the other ones, guys? What do you think? I think that's fair. I think uh, old Toddy Boy's made a couple of mistakes, and he's going to be uh, looking from the outside. What does in. the finger point get me? Does <laughs> yeah. that get me anything? Is that, I guess that'd probably almost be paper. Yeah, yeah. almost. Yeah. But almost rock, too. Depends how uh, close <laughs> yeah, you go. Yeah, it's actually probably closer to rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, a lot more so because it's a rock with a one finger extension. <laughs> <laughs> we call that a sharp point. Um, yeah, no, greatly appreciate the communication yes, going you. back for back and forth. I think Nolan was, Nolan was great, right? Yep. Yeah, and I, th- I think uh, they're super excited to hear the episode. Just like uh, we're super excited to make the episode. And yeah. I think we're uh, pl- hopefully planning to be down there sometime soon. I hope so. All right, maybe. Uh, For that collab. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Keep poking at it. But yeah, let's uh, hope Kill, that. Poke with that rock. Let's hope uh, <laughs> no, Nolan and Rorschach is not uh, disappointed with this episode, much like my parents are with me. Um, all right, so today we're going to be doing the True Serum. It's a dra- double dry hopped IPA. Yes, it is. Yes, correct. Six point five percent ABV and IBUs are listed. You guys, you don't have to. You don't have to. Oh, curl up, get a little chuckle in there. No, I just thought we were leaving the psychology to the the last. Sec- I uh, thought I'd section. blend it in. <laughs> oh. Gotta have a little bit of uh, here and there, right? Yeah, Throughout I feel. The episode, I, yeah. I've listen. We haven't had the beer yet, but things might be said after we've talked about this truth serum. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's be- true. Get a couple the beers. Get a couple beers into you. You never know what happens. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> tell us a little bit about this one, Brett. I will. So this one is brewed with gold notes and hopped with Citra, Simcoe, and Mosaic, with notes of mango, passion fruit, mandarin, pine, tropical fruit, and grapefruit. A nuanced bitterness with a hint of sweetness. Mm. Mm. That sounds good. Yeah. Yes. So uh, just a reminder to always follow us on uh, Instagram at Craft Beer Cons and on Untapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Now, True Serum has been checked in about 400 or sorry, 4,500 times uh, at the time of recording with an average rating of 3.94 out of 5. So just a bit higher than their uh, their brewery's average. It's had 75 5 out of 5s and 81 of our beloved friends have checked it in with an average of 4.03 out of 5. I'm, s- I'm so glad that we added that to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Just gives it a little bit more depth. And I like the fact that it's higher than what the uh, rating is for the beer, right? Our friends have liked it more than the other, you know, 4,400 people. <laughs> I was waiting to see what you're going to call the other. And I'm glad you went with a number and not a name. <laughs> it's and, better that way. And those other schmucks out there. The swine. Yeah. <laughs> the uh. swine. <laughs> All right. Man. Well, let's see what uh, we got here. All right. Let's grab that can. Let's grab that glass. Let's open her up. Oh, yeah. Smell that. Smell that. Mm. That's good. Right off the old hop there, you know? Yeah, it's good. That smells great. And uh, as we smell it, we're pouring it into our IPA glass. So make sure to use your proper glassware. Very good. Very good. What are you guys smelling? Are you picking up? Brett, what do you got? Definitely getting that uh, tropical fruit, if you will. Off the, off the old snifter there. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of the, the mandarin uh, aspect, yep. uh, some passion fruit, but still some pininess to it. Yep. Um, Citrus, a little tiny bit of hint of rindiness yes. uh, to it. No, nothing terrible, um, but, you know, this this smells 
really, really good. It does smell good. Okay, um, so looking at it, we got a nice color. Again, it, it speaks to that kind of everything we just talked about, like a tropical fruit punch almost, you know yes. what I mean? Like very, very uh, orangey, but almost like a, like a kick of a sunburst color. Ooh, I thought you were going to go with Five right. Alive. No, just like there's just like a, it's it's not strictly yellow, but it's not it's not orange. It, it's got like a nice kind of like uh, variation yeah. to it. Yep. It's like a, a softer orange, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, uh, very hazy. Very hazy, yeah. Uh, and, a, and a nice kind of fluffy head to it. And I'm, I'm glad they use that softer orange because I have a feeling that the, this beer is going to be big on softness and mouthfeel as well. Oh. Yeah. Well, you, right? you've, you've had it before, right? Uh, may- maybe. Yeah. I might have. I might have spotted it. But yes. Yeah. Maybe we've had it before. We've had it before. <laughs> Don't uh, mind having it again. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had it, so I'm really looking forward well, to. Well, let's. Then t- I feel as though you should take the first. Yeah. Set. You. You. Oh, guys. Go for it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Guys. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I think you need that you know sort of attention right yeah. now. Oh, so. thanks so much. Um, let's all point at Todd. <laughs> uh, nope, let, let's all point at you while you drink. Let's come back to, uh, and sometimes we forget about this because we got to keep things moving. Um, usually producers move as fast through this, but I really want to take a look at the lacing on this one. I, I really feel like okay. it's going to be there, but let's uh, put a pin in it and I will take a sip. Yeah. You, you put that glass to your mouth. Oh, you he go. has done it. He has put the glass. I don't to need mouth. you to coach me through drinking beer. <laughs> oh, you've done well, this before. Well, I don't before? know from the yeah. day drinker himself, Chris over there. <laughs> yeah, huge day drinker. You don't like a good day drink? I've I've dabbled. <laughs> you've dabbled. Take <laughs> like a morning, a day, an yeah. afternoon, an evening. That's nice. Brett, you go ahead. I will. Yeah. 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 Um, picking up piney on the on the back end and the fruits on the front end, um, which is which is nice. Oh yeah, and it's like. There's a lot of fruit in there. It's uh, yeah. it's hard to pick out any one thing specifically, but if I had to pick what's most dominant, I would say it's like the orange, like the mandarin, mm-hmm. the orange. Um, that's what's hitting me the most. I'm getting uh, the, the mandarin and a little bit of the rind as well. But definitely it's a, I'm not going to say fruit explosion, but like it's definitely balanced in terms of the flavors that was that I said earlier provided in this beer. Yeah, I feel like there's a, a very smooth progression between, but I am picking up Mandarin straight to grapefruit, grapefruit to pine. That's that's what I'm, I'm going with. And that yeah. rindiness might be the, like, a, it may not be a ruby red grapefruit, but it might very well be. But I don't know that, much about grapefruits, so I'm going to say yes to that. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I think that's where, uh, like, that's the progression that I'm getting with early on in, the, in sipping this, um, subject to change. And and uh, Brett, you did mention um, a mouthfeel before we took a sip, and it does have um, it has a creaminess to it. Uh, definitely not like as creamy as a, a lactose involved in it, but it they did bring out a creaminess in this beer. Yeah, would you go with creaminess or stickiness? I am gonna go with creaminess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can because I, it's you know kind of weird because it's it's like creaminess. While the sip is in your mouth. Yep. And then when you swallow, it kind of becomes that stickiness. Um, not in a bad way, uh, but just kind of lingers there in a, in a good way. Yeah. And I mean, we know that this is, is double dry hopped, but it's got almost like a, a sticky dry hoppy niche to it. And that's kind yeah. of like, that's where I'm at with it at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does add a little bit of another element to it. Um, the beautiful thing is that the beer uh, does not suck. 
Um, and <laughs> it does not. You're right. That's and because it doesn't finish fast and it, it does linger, is it makes you want to go back for another drink. Uh, which again, the beer doesn't suck, so it's a good thing. Well, that's why you can find them in all your LCBOs. Right? You can find a lot of them. And if you guess what? You make it through one, you could have another. But you know what I mean? It's like sometimes there's beers out there that it that suck. It, it just yeah, <laughs> it's true. It just hangs around and you're like, okay, I need something to drink, but you're continually drinking the same thing until you get another right. pint or you you cleanse your palate with with the water. Do you want to know what the best time for this beer to have it at? During right the day. Now. During the day. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, right now is also pretty good, too. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to their top five fl- flavor profiles. Sure. Uh, number one, juicy. Yeah, I, I think it is juicy. Um, I think we all described different fruits that lead it to the juiciness. Um, number one, maybe not. Okay. Yeah, I probably wouldn't put it number one. Yeah. I think it's on my top five, but I, yeah, yeah, not number one. Uh, number two, hoppy. Makes me hoppy. Yeah, I, I'd say it's hoppy. Okay. Is, is it a number two? Yeah. Two, three. Two, three. I think this is going to be my number one here, but uh, number three is citrus. Yeah? Yeah, I would say citrus is number one. Uh, Number four, smooth. Yeah, I think it it does drink relatively smooth. Um, I don't see... I don't see in the top four one that I would put up in the top four, but we'll see if it's in top five. Okay, Chris? Yeah, it it does drink smooth, um, but I... Probably would have some other things that I would put before that. Okay, and number five, fruity. See, it didn't have it didn't have the top five. Uh, what I was thinking. So I think we have juicy citrus and and fruity. I would eliminate two of those and, and keep citrus in the top five. Um, I would throw piney in there. Yep. Um, I mouthfeel for sure. Yep. Um, it doesn't suck. I don't know if that's <laughs> not suck. Uh, Todd is pointing at you saying that is not an untapped flavor profile. <laughs> yeah, and, and Todd agrees with a lot of uh, those ones as well. Like again, mouthfeel, the creaminess that you were talking about as as well, which which is good. And I think fruity is not a bad way to describe it because it is fruity. It's just that we like you know we like to get a bit more specific on on that sort of thing. So yes. yeah. and. Todd's over there is like, oh, you should maybe talk about other people because apparently he's you know too sick of hearing us talk. But we're still going to talk anyway. Um, so, Tyler, you have a uh, rev- first review from Untapped. I do, yes. The first one is Alex W., uh, the handle A-L-W-O-J-O-24. Uh, interesting beer name. Big Hops Ford, aromatic mouthfeel, or sorry, aromatic mouthful of delicious double hopped IPA. Salut. Um, 4.25... Out of five. Nice. Not bad. So the next one comes from Evan W. And the handle for Evan is Canadian underscore redneck. But the E's are threes. That's how you know he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. Before you continued, I needed to finish yeah, my yeah. sip. But I didn't want you to just jump up. But yeah. That's a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool yeah. guy. Evan's a cool dude. So uh, Evan said, juicy and fruity with surprisingly little bitterness despite reasonable hoppiness. Uh, don't tag that as a negative from this beer. A nice full summer beer. And Evan gave it a four out of five. Or a January beer. Yes. <laughs> or day drinking beer. <laughs> a day drinking night, January night beer. drinking. That's good. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Right. Yep. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Five o'clock somewhere, right? Do, uh, do you guys want to do our ratings? Yes, we, we should. Do. Excellent. So how about I get things started? Um, great beer, well-balanced. I, I like the evolution of it um, from the beginning of the sip to the end. 
Uh, we haven't talked about lacing, so I'll do that now. Minor, do lace, minor lacing, not not a whole lot. Yeah, not a little less than what I thought you expected, <laughs> I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, yours is a little bit more than mine, but sometimes yeah. that's just the way she goes down. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a. I'm gonna give it a four point two five. 4.25, great beer. Okay. Uh, so I have uh, also had this beer, Brett, uh-huh. uh, and I had this almost one year ago to the day, uh, February 1st last year. Do you know what time? Uh, 8.04 p.m. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I was hoping so badly it would be like 1.27 or something. <laughs> and I had it at the craft beer market in Toronto. Um, but I gave it a 3.75 at that visit, and I'm going to bump it up a little bit to a 4.0. And again, we talked about this earlier, but that could have been just because of the keg that was at the craft beer market, right? It could be, yeah. yeah. And we weren't there, so by all means, yeah. I mean, that's so, I mean, a point two five. I think John. the company might have added it a little bit. Sometimes it matters. It's not wrong. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I've had this beer before, both with company and by myself, um, and I've given it a 4.25 before, and I'm going to stick with that exact same rating at a 4.25. Producer Todd is pointing at me being like, I like it. I like that rating. Uh, so he is also going to give it a 4.25. Very good. Chris, what's that uh, What's that give us, bud? So overall, that gives us a 4.1875, which 4. of course... 4.1875? Yeah, we will round up to a 4.25, which makes sense because three of us had 4.25s. It's math, folks. You're so good. Todd, it's math. Todd, you did, did good, kid. Um, all right, let's uh, move on to the second beer and see if this truth serum makes us truthful. All right, bibbity boppity boop. We are back for the second beer. This we beer, are. This beer should be good. Hopefully, should yeah. be some truth. <sighs> I don't know. You're right. So, truthfully, uh, this beer is uh, the Jolly Bean series. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is truthful. Um, you might not know about the Jolly Bean series, but there are a handful. I'd say maybe six or seven. I think there's six um, of the Jolly Bean series. Oh, I was really hoping you six. Ah, eh, there's actually six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there is six, and this one is the watermelon candy sour version. Now, guys, you know I like my sours. Yes, you do. Um, so I'm hoping this one is good. Do you like watermelon? I do like watermelon. Well, do you like candy? I love candy. Dun, 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 dun. Copyright. Uh, 6.5% ABV. The IBUs are unlisted, but hopefully it doesn't matter because I'm hoping it tastes delicioso. You know, watermelon is one of those things where when it's in candy form, it tastes way better than when it's in fruit form. Yeah. 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 I get that. That artificial, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, That artificial artificial. flavor watermelon. I mean, that could be said for a lot of different ones too, right? Yeah. Like strawberry, sometimes artificial because it actually has more flavor than strawberry. Yeah, but you you like the, or hate the artificial banana. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Bananas we'll, we'll, get, we'll get off back to watermelons. Yeah, bananas hate me. Yeah, let's get back to this beer. So Good. it is both sweet and sour with just a touch of bitterness to balance. They aim to bring you back to the youthful times of standing in the candy aisle with your allowance money and trying to buy candy. Did anybody get allowance? I actually did not. I did. I did not as well. Five dollars a week from the time I was born to the time I was eighteen. <laughs> from the, the time, time you were born. <laughs> and let me guess, you did just as much work as you do now. <laughs> uh, was it really an allowance, or was it more of just like, a, hey, we're putting this money aside for you? It was pretty much it was put into an RESP, and you know, oh, oh, that's, that's not an allowance. Yeah. It's an education fund. Hey, college was paid for. Anyway, uh, first year. Um, 
But I will tell you, I was an entrepreneur back in the day when it came to candy. We, I think we've discussed that. We uh, yeah, well, then we don't need to. No, Perfect. you can. Go ahead. Just, uh, you know, I would be one of those people at the, uh, you know, Circle K, Max, Becker's, whatever you want to call it. I'd buy some candy. I'd take it to school and I'd sell it for an upcharge. Simple stuff. It's true. And Profit. who wouldn't want to buy candy from your sweaty pocket? Backpack. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Because I was buying a lot of it. Wow. Even, even, even a teacher got in it a couple times. Oh, wow. wow. That teacher's no longer a teacher. I think she just <laughs> felt sorry for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Uh, yeah, they're no longer a teacher. Anyway, um, so in terms of Jolly Beans, the watermelon candy version, it has 89 check-ins at the time of recording with an average rating of 3.85 out of 5. One five out of five. You've had this before, Brian? I have not, no. Oh. But God, they had a fuzzy peach version, let me tell you. Actually, I think it might be one. Uh, <laughs> and only two of our friends have had it with an average of 4.43. Oh. So it could be one of the fives. Hey, now. In there. I don't know. I didn't do, uh, Todd, I don't think did the research on it. Didn't there. do enough, at no, least. No, no, no. There you go. So to, Todd, Todd's coming in with some information here. They have four. Um, jelly bean series. They do have two other ones that are listed with jelly uh, of the malevolent benevolence series, which is a a jelly donut and then a peanut butter and jelly. But yes, so of the jelly bean series, there's a cherry blast. It's a cherry blasters, yep. Oh, I don't know if you can say that. Uh, Watermelon candy. Watermelon sours. Slices. Slices. Uh, Jelly beans, peach rings. Oh. Oh. Um, Maybe peach rings. I'm going to go with peach (laughs) rings on that one, yes. And then grape gummy. Gonna go with grape gummy bears, perhaps. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. So there's the uh, there, there's there, the five. There's the four. Sorry, pardon me. Four. There, there's them's. Um, all right. So that's uh, done. Let's 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 get I'm into glad this. Glad we got the clear the truth out on that one in terms of uh, you know four jolly bean series. Two of them two of the ones had jelly in it. It's true. One thing about this podcast is we have integrity. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Grab your can. Grab your glass. Without further ado. Let's open her up. Splash in the mouth there. Almost tasted it already. Oh, my. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we are drinking this out of a tulip glass today, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Very good. Very good. Um, Look at the color on that, eh? She's beautiful. Especially in this glass. Yes. That is. Yeah, thank you for bringing the proper glassware, Chris, for us to have it in. That's my one job, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, All pretty much. Two, actually, one yeah, yeah. show up, yeah. uh, which you've been doing on the regular. And, yeah, three uh, in a row, right? Yeah, I, yeah. it's true. We weren't counting I, it. I, I said last did. episode, well, we see three. We have seen three. We, we saw Do you three. see what I see? Chris here for a third time yeah. in a row. <laughs> it's true. Um, well done, Brett. Uh, yeah, a nice kind of pinky raspberry watermelon hue. Yes, it, it looks very nice. Um, you know, about average amount of head that you would yep. expect from a sour, which they don't usually have that much head, and they usually do dissipate quickly. But yeah, it looks really nice. Smells delicious. It does smell delicious. What I would want to do with this is mix this with like a watermelon jello <laughs> and make watermelon jello shots out of it. You know, <laughs> like take the take the watermelon, cut it in half. Scoop it all out. Mix some of these with the uh, with the actual watermelon itself. Put some watermelon jello in. Pour it back into the casing of the watermelon. Let it set. Cut it into slices. 
Bada bing, bada boom, you got yourself a nice time. I don't know if you know this, but jello shots cause cause food poisoning. Uh, I've I've heard some people have yeah. got sick off of yeah. jello shots. But it's I, happened. I don't think it was food poisoning. I think we had jello shots at one of your birthday parties in university. And before. we did the same thing with oranges. Yes, we did. I yes. know. Yes. The, the inspiration runs deep. Gotta get those peach rings in there next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Let's drink it, because I think oh, we talked about what it looks like. What a great choice you just it. made. Thank you. Yeah, you yeah. guys go ahead. Uh, you are so selfless. Oh, I know. Is I'm... it because we've got the ink block coming up? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be analyzed take it, too take it easy on me. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, you're going to see some stuff that once you see, you can't unsee yeah. it. <laughs> Been there before. Um, anyway, this, this beer, I kind of figured that it was going to have a lot of tartness to it, because a lot of the Rorschach sours do have tartness involved and acidity to it. Um, I am liking what I'm getting so far. Um, almost thinking like the one thing that I'm definitely getting off of is the um, sugar. Yes, it is sugary. I mean, when you, I don't know if you people out there have had a watermelon slice, the, the candy version, um, but uh, there's sugar involved. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. <laughs> I would say this is more... More more sweet than sour, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and it's inter- the, the watermelon flavor is interesting. It doesn't taste necessarily like the candy. Um, so I wonder what they used to bring that watermelon flavor into the beer. I'm assuming some sort of uh, puree or um, extract or something. Extract. Yeah, like actual. Uh, I'm thinking actual probably extract. Watermelon. Yeah. Well, well, extract and sugar. Yeah, I there is there's a certain flavor. That deviates a bit from that tartness. That might be some of the sweetness, but it, it's a very fine line between the two that I'm picking up. Um, is it kind of, I don't mean this as like an insult to the beer or anything, but kind of like an aspartame, like a artificial sweetener flavor? Which might come from the extract? Yeah, like it, it, it could be. A little bit? It could be, it could be something like that. But like, again talking about watermelon is it's not going to be a true watermelon flavor um it's going to be more of that artificial yeah, watermelon flavor sure. and i am getting that the candied part i think that's where i'm coming like that's what's really kind of hitting and whether that's the sugar as you mentioned brett or whatever that might be but like it does have like that candied ish kind of coating to it yeah and the one thing i would um uh, gonna point out is this this can's pretty fresh it's about a month month a little bit um since it was a uh, canned uh, that we're having it right now. This, I believe, is their second batch. Um, be interested to see how the first batch was. But also, I feel like so this would be one of those beers that I wish I had two of, or one I would have pretty fresh, and another one I'd want to have it sit, <clears throat> sit for, for a, bit? a little yeah. bit, you know, six months, nine months, and just see, see how, how much it more it would develop. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Um, yeah, no, it 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 is really refreshing though, too, right? Like. I, I, I feel it is at least. Yeah. Um, but it does have like kind of that, like that kind of like yeah. come back and get it. It, it It's there. Um, kind of leaves you like, like I said, it's not super sour, but like still puckery kind of. Yeah. Which yeah. is almost what a watermelon slice does. Yes, exactly. That's right? true. Like those are like, you're eating those by the handful. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because again, they're not, they're not super sour. Yeah. So in terms of the top five flavor profiles, let's go there. So number one, I actually didn't know this was a flavor profile, but is candy. Yeah. 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 I would say yeah, it definitely tastes sure. like candy. Yep. Sure. Uh, number two makes its appearance again. Fruity. 
Kind of a cop out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number so yeah, I wouldn't put it there personally. But yeah, number three is sour. I I move it down. I'm not getting. It's not super sour, which is very. It's, it's more tart than sour. Yeah, say. but it's also like palatable. Like yes. Yeah. Which we discussed. Right. Sometimes like you get a sour that's just like yeah puckery and and that's where I feel like the refreshing is coming in because yes. it's got like the fruit forward, <laughs> but not fruity. Right. And this one I would put above sour for sure is sweet. Yes. Yeah. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the candy. Sure. Uh, and then number five is watermelon. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's yeah. where I feel like it needs to be, right? And get fruity out of there, throw watermelon up a bit, um, which is nice. Anything else for you guys? I don't know. I think this is, it's pretty small in terms of the number of, of flavor profiles that yeah. I would pick, right? I, I did mention refreshing. I yeah. feel like this is refreshing. Uh, this could be your, your day drinker. Oh, producer Todd. Okay, just, just he, he agrees with with all of us, right? So Todd's got nothing. Yeah. Um, untapped users, Brett, hit us with the first yes. one. Yes. So this one uh, first check-ins from Stephen J, and his handle is just a geek. Oh. Okay. Good for him. Yes, exactly. He's so, self-aware. Yeah. Okay. So his uh, um, description was bright cherry red with vanishing head, sour candy aroma, nailed the watermelon candy taste, sweet and sour in equal doses. Starts in watermelon, then mild sourness takes over, but the sweetness hangs in. A fun sour, and rated a three point seven five out of five. I actually think that's a very good description of, of this beer. Yeah, I, think I would very, agree. Very yeah. articulate. I think it gets to the point. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Stephen. Yeah. I don't care if you're a geek or not. That's a that's a good good review. <laughs> All right. The next one comes from Scott. Uh, handle is S R Hillier. And Scott said, another super fun beer that is delicious for one. Great pink color and super sweet like a Jolly Rancher. Oh, you can't say that, Scott. A uh, little bit of tartness at the end of the sip <laughs> to balance it all out. And Scott gave it a 4.75 out of 5. So obviously, he's not up on his copyright issues. Um, anyway, so I'm going to start our ratings off here. Yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah, you know what? I will. Good. Um, Thanks. Do it. Hmm. I, I do like this. Um, I think a little bit more tart than I would like, uh, but oh, the flavor is definitely there. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. Four uh, on the nose. Yes. yes, on the nose and in the beer. There you go. So I mentioned it earlier, like it's kind of coming off a little bit, um, a, a little bit like the the artificial sweetener. Um, to me, so I think I'm gonna go lower than you, Brett. I'm gonna go 3.25. All right, very good, Tyler. What about yourself? Very fair, very fair. Um, yeah, I see what it's doing, I, I don't mind it. Um, I think if it warms up even just a little bit on this, I feel like I'd get more of, of that watermelon flavor. It'll be interesting to see if we would have uh <clears throat> took it out earlier. Yeah, a little there? bit, yeah. just a little bit on it. But again, I, I I think it does what it says it's supposed to be. Um, and I, you guys know me, I respect that. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.75. And producer Todd's going to give it a 3.5 with the following comments, not getting um, the watermelon flavor, which is good because Todd, no bueno watermelon flavor. Oh. Um, and then also actually had, which is a surprise to all of us and kind of insulting, um, had the grape flavored jolly beans, which he also enjoyed. And we're all where was our invite? Point at you, Todd. Why didn't we all have the grape jolly beans? Well, then? I could tell you why. Why is that? Todd doesn't like us. Wow. Oh. 
And you're getting one producer special. And that's it. One producer special, and you're out of here. They gave him that too. Yeah, well, it's in the contract. You guys know the you know the rules. Well, you know what Todd can do though? He can do some math. Well, (laughs) let's let's be serious. What's Todd got? You better do this right. It's not complicated, but he uh, so overall it's giving us a team score of three point six two five, which will round up to a 3.75. Thanks, Todd. Yes. So that concludes the review of Rorschach and the beers provided for today's episode. And now it might be the scariest part of any thematic conversation we ever had. We'll be right back with some ink blots. All right. We're back. Now time for the thematic conversation here with the craft beer connoisseurs. And Todd. And Todd. <laughs> Can't forget Todd. It's true. Um, so, yeah, we, we've mentioned before with uh, Rorschach Brewing uh, being named after Herman Rorschach himself. Um, and, again, we also mentioned that Herman was a Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst. Um, interesting notes about, about him. Uh, he died when he was 37 years young. Oh, wow. Yes, from... Um, Peritonitis, peritonitis. There we go. Peritonitis. Jeez, look at that. <laughs> One too many brews. Uh, attributed to Day a drinking. Yeah, which then actually um, it was actually attributed to a, a ruptured appendix. Um, so that's tough. Yeah, back in what was it? Early 1900s. Yeah, uh, you're about 1930ish, I think. Because he, he, that he time did uh, make the Rorschach test in 1921. Yeah. I don't think he was three. So that's true. You were kind of late, late twenties, early nineteen uh, thirties. Yeah. yeah, not great medicine back then. Yeah, not nope. good. And uh, would have liked to see a couple other things like um, ultrasounds or CT scans. Would have really helped him out with. Maybe that, he would have uh, had a couple double dry hot IPAs. He would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Wild things back in the day, but um, yeah. Although Herman was really young, he did uh, you know make a mark on psychology as a whole and created the the ink blot tests. And inadvertently created Rorschach Brewing. In a weird way, he did. And that might come up in one of these ink block tests. Yeah, they you do might say see the brewery. They do say in a roundabout way, and it's like the roundabouts that you face when you go to Waterloo when you're like six of them right in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think it'd be best uh, you know, to understand our interpretations of a couple of these ink blots. And then what we'll do is we'll put those same ones um, on the post for the brewery. Yep, the socials, as the kids say. The kids do say it. That is true. Um, and we will see what your interpretations are. So feel free to comment or DM what you see if you uh, don't want people to uh, psychoanalyze you. By all means, just DM it, um, and then we'll just share it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're not like that. Um, Chris, I believe, is. I believe we do have a disclaimer there, Chris. If you want to give that a little readout, that'd be great. Yeah, so uh, we are not educated enough in this field. And anything we say should not be used either for or against the judgment of us. We should have said that at the beginning of every episode. For the last <laughs> Welcome to the Craft Beer Guys. That should be part of our introduction. Not a, why we're not saying that? Enough in this our season five introduction is going to be literally that. I don't know about you, but I feel more educated in um, in beer than I do psychology. Even though I did take a couple psych courses, um, I have also taken a couple say, took, beer courses. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I've taken more beer courses than psychology courses. So yeah, I've taken zero psychology courses. So. It shows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hence, you saying we are not educated. So what we're going to do is we're going to actually cut Todd out because um, I'll be honest, Todd has kind of uh, dropped the ball in this episode. Yeah, well. And gave us a great version of the Jolly Beans. Yeah. We've had better producers. 
We have, but it's okay, Todd. Um, we'll still have you back because that's what the contract said. <laughs> uh, um, so what we're going to do is we're actually going to do a rotational of the ink blot. So that way I'm not always doing the first one. Okay. I think we got to take our hand at it. There's four of them uh, because I thought Todd was actually going to do a good job. Um, so what we'll okay. do is I'll do the first one and then we'll work our way around. Uh, and we'll You'll do two out. and both of us will do one. Yeah, we get how it's going. Yeah. No, we're all going to do them. It's just who's, who's, who's first. first. Yeah. yeah, you got, well, that might show up in a blot. Um, all right, so here's the first one. Very traditional. Um, I see, with this one here, I see a butterfly with uh, a couple little hands. A couple of hands, kind of like an over overview. Um, it's, it's, again, these are, these are from the 10 uh, that Herman has hmm. created. Brett, what do you see? I see a silhouette, Scalamouche, Scalamouche, can you do the... Fa- no. Uh, <laughs> what do you see, Brett? Um, honestly... Oh, no, not yeah. that. It's like me trying to read can labels, right? So it's just... <laughs> 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 it is very much artwork. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, obviously, there's a silhouette. I mean, it is It is even on both sides of it. Yeah, but what do you see? Um, I see, like, almost like a Batman logo. Okay, Batman logo. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where Robin is, but uh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go with that or a California condor. Because okay. remember when you do like the sign language of the California condor? I know obviously nobody's seeing it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no one see these. Yeah, look at that. It's right California now. condor. Yeah, okay. look at that. Chris, what do you got? Uh, so this might be weird, but um, oh no, that's you're a mass murderer. I kind of see like, uh, do you guys ever see the movie Donnie Darko? Yes, uh, yes. and like the <laughs> the bunny mask. Like I kind of see that. Okay. Okay. Um, with the ears on the top and the the crazy eyes and the the weird smile. Oh my goodness! Is that what you see? <laughs> Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Brett, you're gonna do the next one. You're gonna start the next one. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's see what we let's see what we got here. Oh. Okay. Um. Hmm. It almost looks like a, a volcano erupting. Okay. With the smoke signals at the top. O- okay. And at the bottom is... And at the bottom. And at the bottom is just, you know, more smoke. More smoke. Okay. I'm not sure uh, that's how volcanoes work. No, but, but okay. You know, disclaimer. Not educated in that either. <laughs> there you Chris? go. Um, this looks like two grizzly bears high-fiving. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I yep, do okay. get that. I get two uh, humans either praying, uh, but they've got like kind of like a wizard hat. So it could be like a gnome or something, like two gnomes coming together. Okay. All I right. Guess. Interesting. Brett, do you see that at all? Yeah, no, no. Okay, you can see that? I see both versions. I don't right. see my version anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Inkplot. Okay, Chris, you got this next one, all right? All right. Now, this, I'm going to tell you, it gets a little bit progressive. Okay, a little oh, weirder. Uh, it gets a little bit progressive. And that's this is why I selected these, uh, these four. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so at first, oh, at first glance, I kind of see like two mermaids upside down, and they're kind of like swimming to the bottom of the ocean. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's it, eh? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I I kind of see what you're kind of getting at with that. Um, I feel like it is what I what I pick up is kind of like a dragon figure. Uh, coming out the top, and that's the head of the dragon on, on both sides. 
Um, and then the body of the dragon coming coming down. So very kind of like anime-esque, if you will. Okay. Yes. For myself, uh, I see it being a mixture of fire and water. And because oh. obviously fire and water don't really mix together, that is that's kind of my uh, um, two cents, if you will, <laughs> on the blood the ink. <laughs> there, Tyler. That's fair, I suppose. It's not a volcano, you sure? <laughs> <Pretty positive. laughs> All right, you want me to start with the, the last one then? Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of things this could go. A lot of ways you could do this. Very intricate. You can definitely go PG and then non PG. Yeah, that's yeah, I think sure. that's true. I think what I see is the center top point is, let's say, like, um, like a worship idol, and then everything else out is kind of like a um, a progression of like a concert, like the stands and the stadium, and it, but like they're like different amoebas, almost like a microscope, kind of looking down, and they're having like a concert into the middle. So you have like a crab kind of thing there. You have a seahorse. You got like a slug, and they're all worshiping whatever the center idol is. So <laughs> <laughs> think we, Little Mermaid on LSD. We, we said we're not qualified, but I think this shows that you overanalyzed it. No, no. Do you not see it, though? <laughs> A little, I yeah, mean, I get what right? you're saying. Like, but. There's an, an idol in the middle. I mean, I would say I'm probably the most qualified, but I'm also very not qualified. <laughs> what I want to see is where is the gun pointing? Because it looks like two people having like a like a round off, but then there's two guns randomly at their backsides. Um, with okay, a, I see that. With a yeah. bunch of fighting spiders at the top, with like hitting on their heads. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely creative. Um, yeah. Or it's more like, um, obviously, like being in science class and having like a telescope and it looked like a bacteria and you just like scope a down. Microscope. Micro- microscope. Yeah. I said yeah. that. That's what I said. <laughs> yes. I said about the microscope. Yeah. Yes. Just more in depth. Yeah. Okay. My microscope's better than your microscope. No. Uh, so my I'm- microscope's a microscope. Yours is a telescope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm kind of afraid to say this just based on what a psychologist might say about me, but um, it looks like two people on either side. That's the you're br- going the way brown, too in depth with it. <laughs> the brown figures, and then the the gray thing is like one of those claws, like you know, the, like in in Toy Story when they like grab the toys that with claw. the claw. A lot of Disney from Chris, Little Mermaid, yeah, Toy yeah. Story. And um, no, he has kids, and and it's ripping their heads off. Oh, um, oh. okay. And there's like. You see, like, the blood drops in the middle there. Okay. Um, And then I I get what you're saying, Brett. It's kind of like spiders or insects using, like, a feather duster to to hit the people. To really clean up, take the dust off the heads, yeah. Do you not think that maybe this is, like, some kind of, like, palm leaf or something? Two little crabs are just waving these palm leaves over? Like, (laughs) (laughs) looks like Randall from Monsters, Inc. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But, um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm getting. Hey, fair enough. And that's the beautiful thing about, I don't want to call it pseudoscience, but potential pseudoscience and the subjectivity around it. Um, but those are four of the 10 um, original Rorschach um, inkblot tests. So uh, analyze it as you will. Uh, listen to the podcast as you should. And uh, we'll be right back with our conclusion.
That's all for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure you tell your friends, family, and your favorite psychiatrist. Yeah, because that's important. It's true. So from all of us and producer Todd, I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And together, we are the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>